Top, 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 top of the morning to you. This is your girl, Alfreda. Hello. And thank you for tuning in to WDGS on your podcast station. Oh my, oh my, oh my. I am so excited. You know why? Because this is episode two of the series, The Chronicles of Hypocrisy. Oh, don't run away from those two words. They're not so dire. You know, the chronicles only mean things that are given in an order, you know, an order of which events occur. And we are having us some events that are going to occur. The hypocrisy only means that if you listen to this, listen to this and hear, if you believe that when people mistreat you, say all manner of evil against you, point to yourself, you, break your heart, leave you confused who have taken from you, who have done wrong against you, who scandalized your name, who put your um, character on assassination, people who you've constantly given and given and given, and you have expected from them in return, I'm talking to you. If your heart has ever been broken, If your money has ever been low, if your dreams never fruition from your desire, I'm really talking to you. Why am I coming with the chronicles of hypocrisy? Because it is the hypocrisy universally that has created too many casualties in our global economy in our global system and in when I say global guess what that means you and I in every breathing human person is a part of so I hope you grab this you know I want to say I want to say three questions because if you go back and you listen to episode one you will understand the meaning of chronological and hypocrisy So today I want to move forward and I want to ask you three questions to ask yourself. Do you believe, do you believe that God is always with you? Do you believe? Do you believe that God is always with you? My grandmother used to say, when I asked her one time why she never come to the football games, my granddaddy would always drop us off and he would pick us up and my grandmother would say, God is watching you. He see, because I would say, Ma, we call my grandmother Ma. I said, how do you know we're not out there doing something wrong? She said, whatever you're doing, God sees you because he's always there. She said, he sits high and he looks low. So I ask you to ask the question to yourself. Do you believe that God is always there? What does that mean? 
Ask yourself the question. That means if you believe that God is always there, that means he's there watching over us to see what we do, whether it be good or whether it be not good. Do you understand the concept of really grasping if God is always there and you believe his presence, his spirit, and his eyes are always upon all of us? Then he sees every wonderful, loving, and kind thing we do, as well as all the dirty, low-down, dishonest, and ugly things we do. So what do you do with that question? The second question, why do you think that people become rich? Why do you think that people become rich? Why do you think? Have you ever thought about being rich? I mean, having an endless supply of money. Well, no matter what you wanted to do, you never had to work hard for it. You never had to go out, sing, dance, tap dance, step on your head, and 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 and, and flip upside down, and you know you never had to do anything to labor to be rich. Have you ever wanted to become rich? Ask yourself that question, and if so, why? Number three. Why is it that you believe that I need to launch these messages of the Chronicles of Hypocrisy? Why do you think that I'm coming to you with these messages on hypocrisy? Think about that. It's really vital. I'm serious. It's really vital. That's why it's so important that you follow me in every episode. It's vital, and I'm going to tell you why in this Chronicles of the Hypocrisy. Hello, again, thank you for tuning in to WDGS. I want to tell you something. Three reasons why most people become rich. Three reasons why Many people become rich. The first two is the primary reason. The second, the third one is like a oops. And it can happen. Number one, three reasons why people become rich. One, because there's a need and they tapped into that need. Number two, there's a want from the people. So they tapped into the want. Now, in economics, when they talk about supply and demand, those are one of the two things they will push in a simple form. I'm giving it to you. Needs and wants generates supply. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. But now there's a third thing. There's a third group of people. You got the people who have a need. And people who have a need and understand the need, they will always be your true followers. Now, Then there are people who have a want. That's number two. And the people who have a want, that's sometimes because their eyes, the old people used to say their eyes are bigger than their stomach. What does that mean? What am I saying? Sometimes we want stuff that we don't even have the capacity to hold and digest. So what we do, we release it and we talk too much. Let me keep it moving. Number three, the reason why I say uncertainty 
It's because there are people, they're not neither providing a need or want. They just follow the crowd. Those the real jump shippers. They just follow whoever is popular. And that's where they populate to. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. They will follow whoever is popular. And that's who they will populate to. Not because that person is fulfilling a need or a want in their lives. But they get recognized for being in the the circle of popularity. You know, a sister in the Lord, and I got to share this and I got to say this. She called me the other day. I truly appreciate this sister. After she heard the first episode, uh, she called me Saturday and she asked the question. She said, who made you angry? Mm. I said to her, the hypocrisy that's plaguing our land. That's what got me in this vexation right now. It's all so much vanity and vexation. So I told her sometime I get overflowed on the inside of all that I've eaten and absorbed. And now I got to release it. And in my releasing, I told her sometime I just throw in, you know, testimonies. But I'm really upset when I look at the scope of the world, the global, let me say universal. Because why? And I want to answer that question. There's so much hypocrisy plaguing our world. There's so much hypocrisy plaguing our world, people. Listen to me. Listen to me. There's so many people that are causing this vexation because there's so many people craving ursery. Do you know what ursery is? Ursery is like this, um, let me see what they call it. Y'all help me out in my thinking process. Go ahead and call it out. You know, ursery is what's considered like ill-gotten or greed or uh, what's that other word? I, I figure it out and I put it in my footnotes. But ursery is something that really damages us. Oh, filthy lucre. That's it. I was trying to think, y'all. Work with me. Work with me. I was trying to think what's that word because I knew I remember seeing it. And filthy lucre. Listen to me, y'all. You got to hear this. Trust me. You need to hear this. Filthy lucre. It first appeared as a translation from the Greek for something like shameful or dishonest gain. And then In the Tyndall Bible, Tidal Bible, T-Y-N-D-A-L-E, it has been used ever since to describe corrupting money or profit earned in a dishonorable way. Corrupt money or profit earned in a dishonest way. And so when I see all these different things through our social media engagement, and I look at all these people, and I be trying to figure out why are they building followers? Most of them that gets to a magnetism is because of the benefits of what they call your contents. The more people follow you on your social media platforms, the more engaging, the more commercials that they watch. Everybody makes a piece of the pie. Now, is it wrong for me to be angry and vexed because of this? Absolutely not. When Jesus got angry, when the people was in the synagogues 
And they were changing filthy lucre. It made him turn over the tables. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. But let me keep it moving. I like to say this to you. Because there's so much hypocrisy plaguing our world today, I like to say my heart really does grieve you all. So much to the point that it is causing so many, many people. This is why I need you to hear this. The hypocrisy is causing so many, many people to have so many, many casualties. People are losing and dying from the joys of this world. It's to that point of lost souls, confused souls, and blind souls. The many bodies that have been passing away and transitioning, it saddens me. You know, all of us are covered in flesh. That's it. We are covered. Our bones are covered in flesh. Our bodies is filled in with veins and blood and organs. But when all of that has transitioned to ashes or dust, what does that leave? That leaves our soul. And I have a commission by God to speak to your soul. I'm not concerned with your outer appearance. That's why I tell people, listen to me. When I say this, and I say this from the sincerity of my heart, I am not impressed with stuff, things, and the outward appearance or adorning. What I am here for is to reach that place that as each and every one of us transition this world, that is the only most important thing about our own human existence is eternal. I want to speak to your soul for a minute. Just a minute. Please hang in here with me. The reason I'm asking you to do this because it will move you from a danger zone. It will move you from destruction. It will move you from doom and gloom. And it will transform your life into beautiful blessings. I need you to understand this is for you. The hypocrisy of truth is what the, the, the episode today. The hypocrisy of truth. One of the most damaging conducts in relationships is said to be lies. One of the things that even in our fundamental teachings from the Bible, listen y'all, and I got to speak to you from that place always. It says that a liar will not tarry. That means you don't even get the opportunity to stand before God. It says a liar will not tarry in his sight. And somebody said to me that everybody going to heaven. I don't know. I've never been there. But they said they're going to go there first to be judged. But if, if, if I'm correct in my comprehension, if a liar won't tarry, and tarry means to come before slowly, I don't know if they're going to even get an opportunity to go before God if they're a liar. So we're going to talk briefly, just briefly, about the hypocrisy of lies opposed to the truth. Now, have you ever said, and I want you to examine yourself, the purpose of, listen to me, the purpose of the chronicles of hypocrisy is to examine you and only you. It is to put yourself under the microscope. 
It is to ask yourself, are you giving out to others as you want them to give to you? Or are you giving out to others as they give to you? It's a big difference. See, you can want somebody to give you kindness. And even though they don't give it to you, you can still give it to them. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. But if you want somebody to give you kindness and they don't give it to you, and then you say, well, I'm not going to give it to them. That's the hypocrisy. It's not about doing unto others as they do unto you. See, that's the golden rule we've been taught. But I'm here to tell you the hypocrisy in that. If you say that you are a bona fide believer, you're religious, you're Christian, you believe God. Let me put it down real simple. If you pray and have asked God to bless you and he did, then somewhere in your own heart and mind, you believe in that God. The God that is unseen. The God that have made ways out of no way. The God that have blessed you and restored your body. Even though you think it was the doctor in the medication. But somebody, let me enlighten you, took the same protocol of health. They took the same medicine and they still are not here. There's somebody whose heart was broken and so to the point that they felt that life was not worth living. And then because you cried out somewhere in the middle of the night. When things wasn't right and you didn't even tell somebody to that God you can't see. But yet he strengthened you that you didn't allow who broke your heart to break you in half. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. This I need you to follow with me in these series. Because these series are going to get you to investigate even more so who you are. To put you under the microscope and be able to look real close inside yourself that's why you must continue to follow me in the chronicles of hypocrisy see who you see in yourself when you are expecting what you want to see to come to you from other people are you a hypocrite and I'm going to tell you why it's so dangerous to be a hypocrite when I put a pen, right before I put a pen, in this day's episode of this podcast. Again, one of the most dangerous conducts in our relationships is said to be the truth. Only if we had told the truth. Only if we had told the truth. Only if that person, let me t- let me flip this, because see, this is how people mostly comprehend. They can easily comprehend what somebody did wrong to them, but they, they have a challenge with comprehending what they did wrong to somebody else. So I want to flip this script for you. And I'm going to say, who, because you were damaged by the person you trusted who lied to you. And you may say to yourself, only if they had not cheated on me. Only if they had not lied to me. Only if they had not stole from me. Only if they had not took from me. When they knew I had a greater need. Only if they had told me the truth under any of those circumstances. I might have stayed. Or I might have forgiven them. Or I might feel better. Or I hope somebody grabbed this. Only if they had told the truth. It was considered that the truth was the betrayal, not the very act. So from listening to all of the sweet lies that were told to you, which did not align with you wanting to live like that, you may have said, I got to be through with this person. 
They lied to me for the last time. I'm no longer going to deal with them. Now I want to ask you a question. Have you ever lied? See, a lie is a lie is a lie. But oftentimes we want to put lies on a scale. And we want to classify little lies from big lies to make a difference. And I know for myself, many of us have so many inward hidden lies. And then we get perplexed and we get upset and we get angry with people when we recognize and realize that they have lied to us or the chronicle of the hypocrisy in truth and lies. Very damaging. Who likes to be lied to? Who likes to be deceived? Who likes to be cheated on? Who likes for somebody to take from them? But I want you to examine yourself now on the flip side. And I want you to ask yourself, are you harboring and holding a major lie on the inside of you? Maybe a deceptive lie to the very person you're upset with who lies to you frequently. But because you're holding one lie, Oh, deep down in your heart that you've not confessed and you'll put yourself on a scale to weigh yourself and say, well, they tell me lies every day. I'm just harboring one big lie. But I say to you again, oh, the hypocrisy, a lie is a lie. But some people, because they hold their lies, they feel they're not harming. But somebody going to be a victim. Sooner or later, we never know sooner or later how things come to fruition, how things come to unfold. I'm going to give you this little brief testimony and I'm going to put a pen in this one for today. And I'll keep the rest of the information for the next episode. For many, many, many years, and although it wasn't a lie, it still carried deception. Now, I didn't lie, I felt like to the person that it mattered most. And that was my baby daddy. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. I did share with him from the beginning when I realized I had received impregnation. I told him, I'm not, he asked me, was he the baby daddy? I said, well, to be honest, I'm not sure. Because remember the time that I told you I was angry with you and I went over to Albany State University campus and I stayed the night with this friend. Well, it was during that same ovulation time. So it could possibly be his. Okay, but we didn't we didn't stay right there. We continued on in our relationship for 10 years until one day the truth was revealed. Through evidence of Dana. Y'all know Dana, don't you? That DNA, that's Dana. And you know the beauty of that though, even when that occurred, he and I did not fall out because I had not lied and deceived him. But for many, many other people, even the child, there was lies and deception. Because I could have said to that child, When they was old enough to understand better. I'm not sure if that's your daddy. Just like I had told the child daddy. I could have said I'm not sure if that's your daddy. But I didn't do that. So that became a deception. And so when we grow older. And wiser. 
And we begin to examine other people's conduct and character. And we want to say things like, oh, they're a liar. They're a deceiver. They're a cheater. Somewhere throughout our pathways from teenage to old age, we may want to tap into what we put out coming back to revisit us. I'm a firm believer because I believe in God that whatever we reap, we will sow. Whatever we give out will come back to us. Call it karma, call it soul seed, reaping. So it's very important that we don't be hypocrites. If we have been given compassion and forgiveness from others, it is important to understand why we should not fall out with people. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. If you fall out with people for doing the same very thing you are doing, you are considered a hypocrite. You are considered a hypocrite. I want to leave this with you as I put a pen in this podcast. Taken from Matthews. Chapter 24 and verse 51. And this is why, like I said, before I put a pen, I'm going to tell you why. It's damaging and destructive. It's damaging and destructive to your own life. And everything that affects your life affects the lives of your husband, your wife, your children, and people all around you. You will find yourself like Job. Not Job. Jonah. I'm sorry. Jonah. When he was on this boat, out of place, they had to throw him overboard. And your life will get thrown overboard sooner or later. Whether you're rich or whether you're pompers, that means poor. Whether you're educated or illiterate, that means you don't know. Either way it goes, I've seen rich and wealthy people rise to that position of richness and yet They have taken their own lives. I have seen people highly educated with multiple degrees. And yet, they found themselves in the kitchen in the line at a church where they were homeless. What am I saying? Don't be no hypocrite. Because as God sits high and looks low and sees and knows, he knows everything we do right, but he knows everything we do wrong. Whether we share it, tell it, or sit on it, it will come back and revisit you. And for every person that you judged and condemned wrongfully, it will revisit you. Don't be no hypocrite. Don't be talking about people and you doing the same thing that they're doing. As they say, two wrongs don't never make a right. Two wrongs gonna always equal one. Two wrongs is is one plus one equals two. And however you want to write a one and a one to the left or the right, up and down, sideways. One plus one was still equal to. And so 
where two wrongs will always equal a wrong. Jesus said in Matthew 24 and 51, and God will cut him in to asunder, cut him into pieces, and appoint them their portion with the hypocrites. There shall be weeping and gashing of teeth. Who is that Jesus is teaching? And he's telling brothers and sisters, read it for yourself. When you scrattle in the fence, oh, you got to tune in to part three, to episode three, because God has already given me what to say, but I don't want to hold you too long on your way. But I want you to understand, whosoever claims to love God, yet hates, harm, hinders, covet, and calls confusion with his brothers and sister is a liar too. I'm just saying what the scriptures say. They are a liar. You don't believe it? Read it for yourself. 1 John chapter 4, verse 20. So even if you say, well, I don't tell lies. Well, if you say you love God and you got an issue with me, thee, and whoever come to be, and your desire is to hurt, harm, hinder, covet, and cause confusion, guess what? You're a hypocrite. And that means if you say otherwise, you are a liar. On this day podcast, I hope you glean something that you and only you begin to examine your ways. And may the blessings from heaven flow, flow, flow down into your lives, meet all of your needs, even the things your heart desires, which I hope is not to be a hypocrite. And may you continue to prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prosper. Continue to walk and be mindful or Everything that's coming back to you, think about what you've already put out in the atmosphere. Even though it may have been 50 years ago, it may have been 20 years ago, it may have been 10 years ago, it may have been yesterday, it may have been this morning. But for everything that you've done to deceive, defraud, to be deceptive, to be dishonest, and all the other dis, examine you. Before trying to examine somebody else. And until the next podcast upload. Boy tune in for episode 3. I got some hot stuff to give you all. I want you to know that I appreciate you. I appreciate you. I thank you for you taking part with me in this commission that have been mandated to me. It is not me or myself. That's why I'm not here to boast. I'm not here to brag. And I'm not here for popularity, but I'm here because I have been given a spiritual divine commission. And when I don't give you what is given to me by God, not only is your soul in danger, but so is mine. So that's why I say I need you. You need me because I need you to help in my soul's salvation as I extend what God commissions For me to help you with yours. And it's all done because of love. I love you all and appreciate you always. 
Until the next podcast. Bye for now.